ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, we are now proud here to present right. two more members of the House of Soldiers. Right. This is a little family. I have with me my brother and sister. Uh, it's okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna read their little intros because you know they wrote. Me Come on with intro. it. Because Quest didn't want to write me no intro, so we had to do it last minute. Okay, but first I have princess because everybody want to be a princess and a pr- yeah. We're not gonna do that again. Huh? <laughs> not gonna get an attitude again. But um, we got Princess Leilani Soldier. She's a 34-year-old trans woman. Did not know your age. Okay, girl, you look good. Um, <laughs> spokesperson on the HIV Stops With Me campaign. She won Miss Black Trans New York in 2017-2018. Yes, cheers. Miss Princess Pageant 2017-2018. Yes, God! Advocate for everyone in need of housing. And she also focuses on HIV and AIDS prevention and retention. And she is the owner of Just Lay Inc. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then her hubby is King Lucky Soldier. Oh, he a king. Okay. King. Oh, oh, you a yeah. prince. He a king. He's king. Okay. He's, no, not the king. No, yeah. not the king. The king. The king. The king. The king. The king. Y'all get on my nerves. <laughs> okay, so he is a 46-year-old trans man, spokesmodel on several campaigns around HIV and AIDS, parenting, etc. Mr. Black Trans New York 2017-2018, actor, advocate, owner of Money on Deck, third in Trans World Fitness, and his passions are in health, policy, and procedure, and family. Okay? Y'all got some long little intro. Okay. Y'all do everything. <laughs> you asked for something. We gave you something. Y'all okay. did. Y'all delivered. <laughs> delivered. Okay, so. So before we get started, because, you know, we said a lot. Do you guys want to explain pronouns for the people in the audience who do not understand pronouns so we could do that? Okay. So I identify as a trans woman. Um, so I go by female pronouns, but um, just lay as Real simple. Okay, so if you guys are uncertain what she's saying, is just call her Lay. Okay, so don't try to guess. Just call her by her name, okay? Because we don't do that. Nope. Okay. Pop. Right. And then. And then for me, you know, my pronouns he, he, him, his, just male pronouns all the way. Okay. Um. So before we continue, should we say goodbye to Quest? <laughs> I had a great time. This is a great experience. I got to open myself up and let people know where I come from, where I'm going, and who I am. And I'm I'm blessed and I'm very happy, especially with my family. Yeah, right. they're the best of all. I love you guys to death. Love you too. Yes, we love you too. Bro. Bye, people. I love you. Later. Bye. Bye. Bye, <laughs> Bye bitch. <laughs> Do you want to go to? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I love you, dog. <laughs> okay, so before we get started, I want to do the Have You Ever Wondered because I didn't get to do it. But, um, okay. So, have you ever wondered how trans people navigate their hormones, 
how their bodies react to it, and if they experience the same emotional reactions attributed to their gender as the sex they're uh, transitioning to. So just to like give background, when I made that Have You Ever Wondered, I had a friend tell me that those are some of the things that they wonder about. So I was like, okay, good. I'm sure other people have had these concerns. So maybe somewhere in between the conversation, we can kind of talk about like the issue with hormones and like all the extraness that comes with all that stuff. But I first wanted to kind of do like a background on you guys' childhood. And like, when did you guys start to feel that something was different? Wow. I guess for me, I always knew something was different. Okay. Just always. I, I guess I, I was I started vocalizing it around a I believe age four, like really, really strong. Mm-hmm. And uh I guess at the time it, it I'm forty six, so you know, I was a seventies baby. It wasn't heard of back then. Right. You didn't see it, um, you know, so it was like you know, it was like you can't say that. You gotta be quiet. You know, it's like an embarrassment to the family to, for 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 you to vocalize something like that. Okay, so then you started vocalizing at eight. You said no, four, 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 four. four. Okay, wow, that's really early. How yeah. did you? What do you mean, vocal? Like, what was that like? I was just like, mom, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a girl. I'm a boy. And what she say? You know, and I said I want a season. She said, you don't say that. That's not heard of. What are you talking about? You crazy? <laughs> Oh, so then when did you finally be able to like fully show what you was feeling? Wow, I guess when I really found out that I was able to transition, you know, and that was very, very late. I transitioned at the age of 39. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you basically had to live your whole life. Yeah. Did you like change up uh, your clothing or something in between those times? I mean, well, you couldn't, I mean, how would you say? There was no putting me into female clothes. That that was a problem. That was an issue. That was a fight, you know. Even since four. Yep. Yeah. Right. I was willing to take that, what you would say, the ass whooping. You can beat my ass all day, <laughs> like, but I'm not putting that dress I'll beat on. Beat my ass, then I don't care, right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay. So, what about you, Leilani? I really didn't vocalize it much. Um, transitioning was around me. Uh, the area where I grew up in, in the South Bronx, okay. I saw it a lot. I saw women of trans experience within my whole area struggling to get hormones and everything like that. So okay. for me, it was something everywhere. It was all around me. Um, I lived a very sheltered life for a while until I was like 14. Um, but I knew what trans was. I knew of surgeries. But at that time, you know, we didn't have the benefits we do now. So right, and surgeries can really get you... Very expensive. So it was wondering, how am I going to make that money? Because let's be realistic, you know, around the time that I was thinking, it was the early 90s. So therefore, minimum wage was, like, really cheap. So I'm not working at McDonald's right. and going to be able to save enough money. And back know? then, a lot of people was doing those um, basement surgeries. Yeah, not right? just that, but they were doing what was called, and they still have, which are called pumping parties with silicone. You know, where and we it's hear black market go. silicone being injected into your body, which at the Silicone moment, that's not meant to be put in your body. No, y'all. it's like tire yeah. sealant from like Home Yeah, Depot. that's how these people are losing limbs yeah. and, you know. Yeah. Your body's rejecting it. Right. You know. Yeah. Or and it's getting real heavy, heavy and you oozing. We all watch Botched, you yeah. know. And you might be okay when you first get it and look really cute, but then your, your muscles and everything fuse around it. So, therefore, it's like. Hey, it's now really I'm fucking you up. up. Yeah. Okay. So you said you started seeing that as a teenager. 
Yeah, or, okay. I, I saw it all around me as a teen. But then um, as I got older, I just saw the struggle they went through. So for me, my biggest thing was not nothing wrong with it, but that's not the path that I wanted to go down. Mm-hmm. So what I cho- chose to do is I chose to educate myself, stay in school, you know, get certifications so that at the end of the day, if my parents had to deal with explaining that their child was of trans experience and their friends came out and said, well, they was a boy and now a girl. My parents can say, yes, that is factual. They went from a male gender to a female. But if you have anything else to say, make sure you have something to back up so I can back it up. You know, I have accolades, I have achievements, I have accomplishments. So I could pull out a book and tell you what surgeries, where I had and what I've gotten done. Mm-hmm. But make like sure you, you know can what's back going on up. with your body. Yeah, that's good. That's smart. Um, okay, so how did you identify? I guess like how did you show? Um, I identified as uh, what quote unquote um, society would consider a cisgendered gay male. Um, okay. I lived that life, you... male clothes for twenty eight okay. years. Okay, um, I didn't transition um, socially until I was twenty eight, but um, I medically transitioned at twenty seven. Okay, so that's when you started taking hormones and yeah. stuff. That's what that means? Yes. Okay. Okay, so I guess now we're already talking about transitioning. So can you kind of explain, both of you guys, like how that medical part was for you? Like how to, like, and we can, we well, don't have, this is, you know, we could talk mm-hmm. real. Like, you know, okay. this is my podcast. We don't have to, you know, well, and then I started taking pills, you know. I could say for down. me, um, my transition, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew about transitioning. So for me, it was very much, um, I knew that I had to see a therapist. Okay. So I was kind of the slick educated one. So instead of telling my doctor, I want to transition and my doctor telling me, well, you got to see this and you got to do this. I went through the back end. So I started seeing the therapist for a year and telling her that I wanted to transition. Right, like slowly putting a little mm-hmm. trick. No, there was no putting. Right. I oh, literally you went out. and I was like, listen, um, I've been living like a dude and I don't feel like I'm a dude. I feel like I'm a dude. girl. <laughs> so, um, you know, I need to get on hormones, but I know I need to talk to you first. And she uh-huh. said, okay. And for a whole year I did that. So then one day I went to my doctor's office and I said, this is going to be the day. And I walked into his office and he had my regular, you know, visit and he gave me my lab results. And then I was like, um, and by the way, I want to get on hormones and I need this milligram. I need these kind of blockers. Oh, came in with the, um, I knew. So I need, da, 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 da. I here's my whole the, list. I yep. got it for you, doctor. <laughs> I already knew the medications, the strength, the dosages and everything that my doctor. That's so smart. At that time, my doctor and still is um, the leading fellow um, now with Mount Sinai, but before it was with um, St. Luke's Roosevelt, uh, he is the leading HIV and AIDS specialist Okay. for those hospitals. So therefore, for me, that I knew that was his arena. I knew he knew my HIV health. Okay. So I knew he knew it was safe for right. me. Okay, so, you know, a little PSA for anybody who is thinking about transitioning or anybody who's going through it, you know, the way Leilani did it, you should take notes, you know, really know what you're about to put into your body. Don't just let never. First of all, and this is just health wise, period. Never let anybody tell you what you're going to be taking without you doing research your own on your own self. Like, because we all know how that goes. Sometimes they have new pills that come out. They want to test some shit. Yeah. And, you know, you have a stroke. And then two, two days later, you looking on TV and they have you or a loved one ever experienced. No, we're not going through that. Like, and even if why you be the fuck up, even if you're not transitioning, you know, everyone should know that. 
it is your right as a patient, okay, to ask not just your primary care physician when you see them, but your pharmacist. You're allowed to ask at any point for what's called a prescription evaluation. What that means is that your doctor or your pharmacist will give you a printed out list and go over it with you and tell you, well, this is combining with this and you shouldn't take them together. You know, you're entitled to do that at any point because the fact of the matter is, is like you could go to five different doctors. They're not all going to check your records. No. So they're going to they're going to go off lazy. of what you, you know, you tell see them. your nurses more than you see a doctor sometimes. And they mm-hmm. just come in. Oh, you. Oh, you experienced back pain. OK, I'm going to give you a prescription for da 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 da. Is that it? OK, bye. Like, you know. And we're all human. You know, you forget things like there's been times that I've had, you know, certain surgeries and I go in and these nurses will be like, have you had any surgeries? And I have to literally sit there and be like. Um, I have this done, this done, this done. And by the time I finished with her, I'm seeing the second nurse and I'm like, oh, wait, I forgot one. Right. You know, I'm, I forgot a procedure. <laughs> you know, so we're human. Right. We forget, you know. <laughs> Come in with your little list. Look, here, here come my list. I don't feel like having a list every day. Just read it. Like, it's too much. <laughs> but yeah, no. So everybody remember that. Remember that. Do your own homework. It's your life. Do your own homework. Um. Okay. So your turn. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. So mine's was uh, very different. Um, I guess uh, where I, how I found out it um, basically, uh, ex of mine was going to uh, Purchase University and was uh, dealing very heavily in that in that LGBT community, doing doing a lot of different things. And uh, Purchase is the one one of the schools that's known to be gay, right? Yeah, well, I I, I just I, found out that out like recent. That's why I'm asking. Is well, I, I I I know they have a lot of um, programs and and things like that. Okay, you know, I, I guess like you if know, you at the time be at the time it was like the, the home community. of the Knicks. So you know, you know, I don't I don't you know. Oh 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 my bad. Did I just out some Knicks Knicks players? I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear me say nothing like that. You know. You know? <laughs> To each his own, you know, everybody's, you know, <laughs> we're supposed to be free. We're supposed to be able to express ourselves and, 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 and feel safe in our skin. Right. You know, um, but she saw me struggling a lot and, you know, I had to express, uh, you know, at more than one time that, you know, I was not happy being who I was. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know, you know, what to do about it or, you know, I felt kind of crazy and, and um, you know, like I said, when I was a when I was younger, it was hard to express it because when I when I expressed it, my mother used to go crazy. She actually, you know, she spanked me. So, you know, I stopped saying it after a while and just sucked it up. It, you basically it, got physical abuse for how you was feeling inside. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I stopped saying it. You know, it, it hurt to say it. Right, you know? like literally physically, right? it, it hurt to say <laughs> it. Like so, I want a little booty, like <laughs> you know, and and so, you know, I was able to dress very masculine, and so. Long as I was able to do that, I, I was, you know, I was, I was fine without saying it, right? You know, and so to actually hear that that I might be able to transition, um, it, it opened up a new world for me. So she referred me to, you know, to a, to a medical facility in in Manhattan. Can I can I say the name of the facility? That's I, up to you guys. Yeah, um, they, she, um, she referred me to go to to Callen Lloyd. 
you know, at the time. So, you know, I had met with, you know, some people at, at Callan Lloyd and, and a psychiatrist and, you know, they actually told me, you know, it was possible and that, you know, I was able to, you know, start, uh, you know, this testosterone. And then from there, I just was like on the Internet, like crazy looking for doctors and, and things like that. And I was like, at the time... There was only a really popular doctor that everybody was going to in Florida. And I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to get out there? And, you know, at first he, he he was doing, like, a lot of top surgery. I think it was, like, the base was, like, $5,000 just to get your top done. Top surgery is when you get your breast removed, you guys. Yeah, you know, the double mastectomy, you know, yeah. keyhole, areola. You know, it's for everybody, procedures, procedures yeah. for, for everybody. Right. And so... But that's the that's the general term, right? Yeah, top that's surgery. the top surgery. Okay. Top okay. surgery, yeah. So you know, basically, my whole focus was I gotta get it done. I gotta get it done. I gotta get it done. So I was on the internet. I was trying to, uh, you know, meet other guys because I was. It was you never get a heard community, of. Community, right? Yeah. yeah. So, Talk to other people. Support groups, basically. Yeah. Right. So, I would say everything happened very very quickly though. It, it it seems like it feels like for me to wait forever, and then as soon as I found out, it was just like because you was like I didn't wait what I got to do, who I got to talk to. Yeah, and so I, I didn't I didn't care if they said I had to go over there. I was knocking on the door. I I keep calling. It was like, so did you get my letter? Did you get my letter? <laughs> it's been yeah. ten minutes. You got a le- you got my letter, right? Yeah. Right. I feel it though. Shoot, but you was impatient. You wanted it like then. Overly excited, and then um, I remember when I got my surgery done, and I was able to get it done here, and actually in New York, okay. I got it done in in NYU. Who took care of you while you was recovering? Um. I guess uh, friends, you know. That's uh, what you had, people. That's yeah. Um, <laughs> it's it's like crazy. I kind of, it's like it's, I had people around, but, you know, I kind of like, you know, was kind of like by myself. You know, you have people there, you know, they pop in and, you know, they make sure you're okay, but, you know. At the time, I was living by myself, you know, um, but I was so happy. You so look, yeah, you smiling right now? You just think about it, you're like, like, <laughs> you, know, you know why? Because you 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 think about something that you waited, you feel like your whole life for, and then, you know, I remember my feelings from like. The day I found out I, I was definitely getting it done, right down to when I got to the to the hospital and I had all my stuff off and they and the, you know and the, the doctors are talking to me, and he made a joke and then I don't all I remember was laughing and then next thing you know I was waking up and they were gone, <laughs> and that's how they get you. They be putting that putting that medicine on you like ah like you like whoa what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And so you know, I just felt. How would you say? This is like the world just came off my shoulders. It literally came off your chest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it lifted off my chest, yo. The yeah. world was off your chest. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 the difference that it makes. Right. You know, the difference that you feel inside. The, the anger that left with it. You know, I had so much anger and I would say inner self, I don't want to say hatred but you know it's an indescribable anger that you feel you you feel 
unfair, you know, gypped at birth, you know, that's how you feel. And, you know, you go through, it's like, it's like a, 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 it's like mourning when you lose somebody, you know, there's different phases of mourning. It's kind of <laughs> oh, like the, the anger, same thing, the greed, you know, when yeah. you transition, you go through so many different phases. You even go through a phase at your transition where you feel like what you're going through, you're crazy and you're the only person that's going through yeah. it. So I think, you know, I, I can speak for both of us when I say that, you know, having at least that main gender affirming surgery which you know for my husband was his top surgery for me it was also my top surgery mm -hmm. it's like that that you know gratification that that acceptance like i'm i'm not crazy yeah. i can actually be who who i've always wanted to be right and fuck the world it's about me you <laughs> sure. know i mean life is already hard and then people trying to tell you how to live your life like look my main thing if you're not hurting nobody, do your thing. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. if, if that's how you feel, you feel you want to live your life like that, that's how you feel on the inside and you want the outside to match, then do it. Like, you're not hurting me to, to feel the way you yeah. need to feel. You got a whole life to live. And why live the whole life not being happy? That's true. Right? But we often try so hard to sometimes keep uh, who we feel is our family happy and, and not to be ashamed of us. It, it, it's it's hard when you know people feel that you should be ashamed because they don't understand right you know you know being trans is just a small part you know you wind up when you you have people that make you feel ashamed you wind up going through guilt right. of not make of how would you say not trying to satisfy or be a part of what they can what they continue is what family is and and being loyal to your family right you know but at the same Two time people die for that stuff yeah all the but time. At, at the same time you're not being loyal to yourself right and you are in part of that family so how can you be disloyal to yourself right you know and how can you be uh, a loyal part of that family also when you're not being loyal to yourself i mean i think the world just needs to understand that there's some things that you're just not going to understand you don't have to control it even if you don't yeah, understand it. some things okay. you're just not gonna get and it's okay like i don't understand why some people do the thing oh not my business minding my also, own business it's <laughs> also learning that you know like we're taught some of us are taught when we're growing up that you know you go through different phases where you learn who you are and you're learning what you want to be when you grow up mm -hmm. but they forget that when you trans and they don't understand that when you transition, it's a learning curve. You're learning. So I can speak for myself and saying, you know, like in the beginning of my transition, you know, I was just like glamazon, you know, like I thought I had to wear pumps and heels twenty four seven <laughs> and mini skirts and it's the bare winter and I'm like with like with like pantyhose and like a mini skirt because yeah. I think that's how it has to be done. Right. Because I'm learning. Not just that, but not don't not only do you learn yourself you learn your sexuality but you have to you basically are. speed up like you go through puberty it's yeah you, you speeding up all the stuff that every you know like me coming into my woman it's like okay i was it's a kid a and then i went through puberty and then i was a teenager uh, mm -hmm. and then it's like you transition it's like okay so fast forward i gotta learn how to do like all that one time yeah. <laughs> like, yeah but also you have to learn um self-acceptance because this was something that you were taught that you couldn't do right you know for some you know the, the this new generation now they actually getting to see something different they're actually getting to see that there's a full choice with the media 
year and everybody being vocal and visible, this helps, you know, that, you know, you have a choice per to where I grew up. I didn't know I had a choice. Mm -hmm. You know, I was taught this was very wrong. Right. You know, so for me, I was taught to be ashamed of myself because this was very wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody else is like this. I don't know why you're like this. I don't know why you're doing this. You know, why you're doing this. And I... And I'm I, and I don't I can't explain it. This is just who I am. All I can say is, but this is who I am. I don't, I don't you know. What do you want me to do? Right. You know. And so you find yourself trying to fit in, and in that motion of trying to fit in, you feel so guilty to yourself. You know because, you know, you're not happy. Right. But everybody else looks happy. <laughs> so, good. so, I guess because you know. But I wanted to talk because, okay, you guys, so maybe you, you guys can kind of. We're part two. We're going to have to, obviously, because them trains <laughs> messed up this whole little interview. They should have <laughs> But I wanted to um kind of get into, you know, you know, because it's the Love Period podcast, you know. Yes, the relationships. So the relationship it's... part, and then like the next step you guys are going to take in your relationship. Oh. Which you is. You want to open it? Yeah. I'll open that one up. So um, uh, we are a, what's, what we use the term of is a couple of trans experience okay which means we were both we did both identify as transgender uh, my husband is trans masculine and i am trans feminine um so the whole misconception out there is like oh they're you know like that's a gay couple and stuff and you know the reality of it is we're a cisgendered couple we just chose which means that you know we identify as heterosexual you know and we have chosen to be together because we love each other. You know, not not only do I love my husband and, and I found my soulmate, but I found my business partner, you know. And we've we've together come to the decision that um, we chose to get off of hormones. Um, for me, my estrogen and my testosterone blockers, and for my husband, his um, uh, testosterone. And, um, the exact opposite, right? Yeah, the yeah, exact, exact opposite. opposite. <laughs> um, and we're actually in the process of trying to have a baby um gonna be parents yeah, everybody so have a baby <laughs> trying to have a baby um the possibility you know we might be pregnant now but you know <gasps> we 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 won't let that cat out the bag just yet but um yeah you know pretty much starting but a family <laughs> and we're and mind you we're both um we're both parents prior to this so it's oh i didn't know that. yeah my husband uh my husband has a son you know he's 26 and oh, you're still in my yeah. age. Yeah. <laughs> you got grown ass kids. And then my son's 19. You're saying I'm grown. You're grown. You're grown. <laughs> Y'all about to start over then. You exactly. have a child yeah. 19. But the, the good part, of the, the, the awesome part about it is that, you know, for most couples that are trying to plan a baby and trying to have a family, it's like, you know, like you see on the commercial, it, it's really true like that. You know, like it, it's like a statue, you know, don't touch my baby. Don't carry my baby. I need like the best stroller. And then like a couple of minutes in, you're just like, yo, those diapers is expensive. But these right here are on sale. They do the we same do job. The We're going to do the wash, right? You know, Unless so, you know your baby's sensitive. We, we can do this. Right. <laughs> and in addition to that, when you're growing with your children, you know, you're thinking of, damn, I want to spend every minute of every day with my child. Right. And so they getting on your nerves. For us, you know, going into parenthood again, it's a different ballpark because we've experienced what it is to keep our children away. So now we want to bring our kids in. So it's raising our children within the community. So there's a lot of people looking at us, pros and cons, negative and positive, about having a kid and bringing our child into the community. But at the end of the day, 
cares? We like, gonna talk the nitty gritty though, y'all. Because we on love, period. So we know we experience some periods now because we want to have some babies. So we're gonna have to talk about it. Oh my god. Because this I know this is everybody could be like, wait, wait. We're gonna talk about the red berries. Come on. Why we gotta talk about the red berries? Why y'all stopping hormones? Wait, what's going on? So explain it to me. We want to shoot the red baron down. I think we all do. Oh my god. (laughs) We like uh I mean, you have finally stopped them, and then you, <laughs> you know, and you know, uh, okay. So there, there's a lot of different things going on, you know. Um, like I said, I do the fitness, so you know, um, being off the hormones and 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 um, getting the red bearing, you know, it's you know. Why you, you have you to? Okay, we're not about gym. to call it the red bearing on my we, show. We's calling it's it the red bearing. It is love. Period. You go love. That's such a bit. It's like. Brrr. Is this coming in? <laughs> That's how I feel sometimes. Yes. It's tearing my stomach up, you know. I don't be. I don't want to go outside, you know. Oh, you it get just, them like that. Well, I don't. How would you say? I don't get it that bad, but you know, for me, not having it and then all of a sudden now, um, getting it regularly. Oh my god, why? But I can say I'm a. Su- <laughs> I'm a very supportive wife. Why? I'm the one to be like, do you have enough products? <laughs> I'm gonna go to the. To the store and get the products. Right. Yes. And, right. Because how does that? And then yeah. when we travel, and, and see, it's I like don't... he don't have them on him. Like I'll have them in my pocketbook, and I'll be like, "You like, need one." Like, yeah, because the so, identity it, thing, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? I, I also, at the same time, um, being that I transitioned uh, uh, late, it, it, it's is how would you say? It's like having your. <laughs> He's struggling. <laughs> I'm trying to get it out. I'm, I'm trying to um, how it is it, it, it's, it, it's it's not saying that um, I understand the process, mm-hmm. you know, but I just it's just so hard. I do have a question. Yes. So okay, so you because you're you're in your forties. Yes. So is it now? Because once you one you stopped because you was taking hormones. Mm-hmm. And then you're starting back because you guys want to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. But now you have the other thing with the age on top, right? Well, are you going to ask about fertility? No, I'm not saying that uh. you guys are struggling for, <laughs> but with fertility, but you know what comes with age and yeah, yeah, childbearing. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, well, we I did have a fertility test, so okay. I'm I'm scored like. Smack. Like if he was a teenager or a twenty-one-year-old. <laughs> Is it because you stopped because of the I, hormones? I, I I really don't know. And um, you just got to say I, some well, in my, I'm, I'm gonna put it like this. I'm gonna I'll just put it like this in my in my family. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say the females in my family uh, produce very late in life. Oh, okay. I mean, so it, it runs through my family. So I'm gonna assume that that's a part of a family gene, and it doesn't matter. Right. You know, but if, if there's any doctors or hospitals out there, if you got a coin. We might participate in a research study to find out about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that yes, would be man. nice to know, right? Yeah. But, yeah, but as far as the fertility part, I'm I'm there. I'm smack. I'm ready right. to go. Pew. Um, yeah, if, any, if anybody has any questions about this, you know, you can hashtag Perky's Pod. You can email me at PerkyPerspectivesPod at Gmail. Because I know we're going to have to cut this short. We're going to have to do a part two. I already know. And I know. So if y'all have questions in between and, if, you know, yeah, that y'all want to ask, please rate, subscribe, comment. You can uh, hit me up on IG, Perky Sexy Cool, Facebook, Love Period. Twitter already gave it to you, Perky's Pod. Any of these. Because we're going to have questions. And they're going to probably drop their stuff uh, towards the end. But, okay. So, back at it. You're really fertile, even though you are st- you guys are restarting yes. at a later point in life. Yep. 
you have to have your periods again. Yeah, but your wife is carrying it. everything for you so that it still matches, you know, the way you guys. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I honestly like that. That it's just. Is it because it, it, of it's that? Funny. Or just... We just do it to just do it. It's really no big issue uh-huh. because I think for me, I can say um, being with someone who's of trans experience, it's it for me, it's a benefit because even though it's a different side of the spectrum, he understands a lot of what I go through. Right. You know, um, even though, you know, as he calls it, the Red Baron comes to visit, you know, then it comes to visit me too. Because, you know, like, I'm there with him. Oh. (laughs) Like, my husband and I are very connected. You know what I'm saying? To be point blank out there. Like, if in a seven-day week we take a shower separately once, yeah, that's a lot. Because we shower together. So, you know what I'm saying? Things happen and, you know, and stuff. So, you see things and stuff. So, you know, I'm there with him. Mm -hmm. You know, so, yeah, it's, like, freaking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) i have a lot of questions i already know my listeners gonna have a lot of questions so before the hormones one of my questions that i do have and i know other people have asked me to ask is when you are on hormones as a trans woman you get you have like almost the same experiences of a period just without the blood right like as far Um, as the moodiness you okay so i can speak for myself for myself i did go through slight mood swings um you go through yeah. <laughs> so Over husband food. say you do he does he's, he's right he knows because right. he's what he knows i, I just it, it goes with my emotions and i can say that being off of them i feel myself um more on the aggressive side okay but still mm-hmm. in touch with my feminine side but i'm very aggressive <laughs> but I think like uh, like touching back with being with my husband, you know, as a person of trans experience and being comfortable in my skin now and who I'm with, for me, let's just be blunt, a bitch still gets up in the morning and has to shave because I'm not on hormones anymore. Right, I was going to ask, so how so long? So I do wake up with a shadow and, you know, like a porcupine on my face, but my husband loves me unconditionally. And you so, guys are doing it for a good cause, which is mm-hmm. a baby. And it, it, you know, like, he won't bug me. Like, I can literally have what I call my hibernation days where, like, I'll go in the house. Where a bitch don't want to shave. And, we all do that. Yes, Hello. and I'll be woofing out, but mm-hmm. I could tell you by, like, 24 hours in, I'm like, okay, oh right? God. Like, this like, is starting to bother me, right? <laughs> oh my God. I don't feel pretty. Like, she's not going outside, though. Right. She, she, yeah. she, won't, she won't go nowhere. Right. No. Like, thank she's not you. answering the door. She's not even, she's not even looking through the peephole. Somebody might no. see me. Right. Like, you can see my eye, right? Mm-mm. No. Thank you, Erica. You know, thank you to all the women who have shown us that it's okay to not shave under your arms <laughs> yeah. and your legs in certain areas because, you know, there's times where it's like, fuck it. And yeah. you gonna love me regardless, nigga. Yes. <laughs> you gonna get these hair under the arms or whatever you going through sometimes. Like, yeah, y'all better accept me. But it's awesome being right. being in a trans relationship because for real, like, in addition to that, you know, it it also like I I can feel comfortable. The only difference now I can say since winning both titles is that I'm a lot more cautious and can like. Uh, focused on my appearance when I step out the house. 
Right, because you you, you know, representing something that I'm, makes sense. Yeah, I'm even yeah. though There's even if I'm somewhere. Yeah, so like and y'all making appearances on podcasts and shit, you know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all this evening will we be you know like I have a performance this right. evening. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm booked. So oh, what's eight now? Like it, it's a lot, you know. But I can honestly say that being in a trans relationship has been such an eye opener. It has made me realize that. You know, in addition to, like you said, you know, like there's women out there that grow facial hair and, you know, grow hair in their mm -hmm. arms, you know, and are all natural. Even as you, as myself, as I transitioned, I knew that. I still thought in the back of my head, like, yeah, but she could take down her pants. And, you know, if it's what, quote unquote, society wants it to look like down there. Don't pull down my pants. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think that's like a highlight when it comes to when people think about transitioning mm -hmm. and, and trans people and all that. It's like surgery is not for everybody. Not yeah. even that, but like gender norms, like there's not one way to be a woman. There's not one way to be a man. And I think that's what will make, you know, transition for people. Cause I know some people do it younger. So, you know, their yeah. perception of what a woman is or what a, a, a man is, you know, is probably yep. different. But when you get older, like even for me, like as a cisgender woman, I get older. I'm like, I know that I don't have to wear makeup every day and I'm not going to, I know that I don't have to wear weaves or wigs all the time that I can wear my natural hair. And you know, I don't have to feel no type of way or that, you know, I don't have the biggest chest or I'm don't have a Coke bottle or whatever. And it's like, fuck it. Cause that's not what it means to be a fucking woman. And that's another reason why I have this show because you know, um, it's like something we talk about being having children is not always what it means to be a woman. You know, it's like so many things that come into mm -hmm. play of womanhood of manhood. And it's like, you get to write your own script mm -hmm. to your own life. And if this is how you want it to look like, like you got long nails. Look, I took my nails off. My nails look shitty right now. And I'm like, fuck it. I don't have no paint on my nails. <laughs> Putting paint on my nails does not make me a woman. <laughs> you know what I mean? I but that's, that's what you like. That's how you want to live. Right. So it's like, that's what you do. And like, I think that's the basis, you know, we can continue this, the, the conversation more because we definitely are going to. Yes. Um, but if you guys want to, you know, do some plugs, because like you said, yes, you guys definitely. do a lot of work. So we own our own custom imaging company. Um, so we print images on T-shirts, on backdrops, on step and repeats, oh, you name it. We do it. Hats, T-shirts, everything. Sure, um, so definitely sure. go online to the website, which is moneyondeck.com. Um, if you don't see an image on the website, just shoot us an email. We'll give you a custom order and let you know how much it'll be. Um, if you want to reach us for any public appearances, you can reach us at um, either my email, which is Leilani, L-A-I-L-A-N-I dot M dot 10458 at gmail.com. Um, for any bookings, we do public appearances. We do bookings regarding HIV and AIDS awareness, uh, prevention and retention, health and wellness. Um, we also are current um, state, state title holders, so we do do bookings for performances. So definitely reach out to us, um, and we'll guide you towards our booking manager because we kind of don't yeah. do our own bookings. Yeah, she and if you, it all. I don't got to say right, that. Right, because we, we definitely yes. did a Thanksgiving event, and they came and they performed, and it was so beautiful. <laughs> and <laughs> June is pr Gay Pride Month, um, so yes. definitely for the New York Pride um, yeah. in Manhattan. Um, we will be... Uh, coming out in a in the parade right. um, we have our own float so the princess janae's place because i'm the brand ambassador for princess janae's place 
um, I will be on the float along with the other royal court. Right. So definitely so look out book, for us. Y'all better start now because you know. And we're going to be, be having some events. So mm-hmm. definitely, you can also reach out to me regarding Princess Janae issues at L Munez, M U N I Z as in zebra, at Princess Janae's place. And this will all be in org. the description. Yes. It'll, it'll all be in the description. So if they can't, you know, some people can't listen quick and they're like, wait, is that an O? Is that a, what'd she say? We're going to put it all <laughs> at the bottom. So don't even trip. And overall, donate, donate, support a black owned business. Yes, support. all 2018. That's yes. what we're doing. So you don't have nothing. She done. She done. She done said it all. You know. <laughs> you know? Okay. Well, thank you guys for coming. For all my listeners, please rate and subscribe and shoot. Y'all can book me too. I already gave y'all my email, PerkyPerspectivesPod at Gmail. I'm gonna put everything at the bottom, like I said, and we're definitely gonna have a part two. Yeah. So get those Q and A. Yeah. Get the Q and A's together. Nice. Tweet. Message me. Um. Let me know so that I can kind of gear it around what you guys want to know. And enjoy y'all night. <laughs>